Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Father Greg Pickens, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be strengthened for the Lenten journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Give ear to our prayers, O Lord, and direct the way of your servants in safety under your protection, that amid all the changes of our earthly pilgrimage, we may be guarded by your mighty aid, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Today's reading is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 13 through 29. Jesus' name had become known to King Herod. Some were saying John the Baptizer has been raised from the dead, and for this reason these powers are at work in him. But others said, It is Elijah. And others said, It is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. For Herod himself had sent men who arrested John, bound him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because Herod had married her. For John had been telling Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to kill him. But she could not, for Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he protected him. When he heard him, He was greatly perplexed, and yet he liked to listen to him. But an opportunity came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers and officers and for the leaders of Galilee. When his daughter Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. And the king said to the girl, "'Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will give it.' And he solemnly swore to her, "'Whatever you ask me, I will give you, even half my kingdom.' She went out and said to her mother, What should I ask for? She replied, The head of John the baptizer. Immediately she rushed back into the king and requested, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was deeply grieved, yet out of regard for his oaths and for his guests, he did not want to refuse her. Immediately the king sent a soldier of the guard with orders to bring in John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison, brought his head on a platter, and gave it to the girl. Then the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. Here ends the reading. Children often have dreams of grandeur, and rightly so, because they are small in a large world. They desire to have great power. But until they get older, they don't have the means to accomplish their desires. When I am with children of a certain age, I hear about their desire to be the boss or a queen or even a king. I always ask why, and what I hear most is, in one way or another, is that they desire the power to do what they want. This power, they believe, comes with a high title. But reality is often different. As we mature, we realize that bosses, queens, and even kings are sometimes forced to make decisions they would not have otherwise made. This is the exact opposite of the type of power children desire. 
And the gospel lesson for today, old King Herod is in precisely this position. He has known John the Baptist for a long time, and John has been a thorn in his side, constantly reminding him that Herod should not have married his brother's wife. Herod's wife, Herodias, was always scheming to kill John the Baptist, but for whatever reason, Herod protected John the Baptist's life. That is, until Herod was put into a position that a king should never find himself. Herod was a man of many faults, to be sure. But to have a young daughter demand in front of his courtiers the one thing he did not wish to do, well, that's not very kingly. And then for Herod to give his daughter that which she desired so he would not look feeble, that is short-sighted and weakness personified. And yet the lesson of Herod is consonant with our own experience. Our own lives are full of people who get themselves into this same sort of bind, humans spending what they don't have, making impulsive decisions that adversely impact the lives of their families, and allowing drugs and alcohol to take over their lives. All this only to lose sleep at night because at some level, Each knows the folly of actions that will actually make us less powerful or restrict our freedom and encumber us with things that do not support our most heartfelt desires. And for what? So we can look strong and together for our neighbors and other people who couldn't care any less about us if they tried. This is the lie that Herod lived, that it was more important to appear powerful and in control than it was to get a hold of himself and to do the right thing. Had Herod actually listened to John the Baptist, he would not have foolishly given power to a girl. He would have also had the spiritual wherewithal to refuse his own wife's deranged plan to kill John the Baptist. And had Herod learned anything about repentance from John, he could have simply told his courtiers that he had no intention of being committed to a mistake, a decision any powerful person would have simply understood. Herod was only interested in living a mirage, the appearance of being strong in front of his friends, and when inside, he was able to be manipulated by the weakest in his kingdom. We can read this story and shake our heads at the implausibility of it, but all we really have to do is turn on the television and view ample evidence of men and women at the top who do real harm, so they can appear strong. Lent offers us a time to take a hard look at ourselves and what we hold to be good and true in our lives. Over again, the Lord Jesus shows us that strength is never to be found in the unimportant things in life. Only in the Christ do we have the strength to set aside our childish desires and take up a life that is devoted to being true and authentic in a world that many times rewards the opposite. It is only in Christ where true power thrives for the good of all. Amen. Join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.